Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Sully Baseball. This is the podcast where we talk about baseball 52 weeks out of the year. There is no offseason, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this on the 16th day of March 2018 from the Sully Baseball Studios in Pasadena, California, overlooking the historic Rose Bowl. I've got a lot of people have been writing to me if I've seen this or seen that, my take on this, my opinion on that. Uh, I'm going to try to cover a couple of them today, and I may launch another podcast over the weekend to cover some of the other questions. Uh, first and foremost, I, I'll get the unpleasantness out of the way kind of early. A lot of people asked me if I saw the video involving uh, Danry Vasquez, who is the former Houston Astros prospect who was was uh, they released a video of a domestic violence uh, incident involving he and his his then girlfriend. I think it became his fiance or married. I'm not hundred percent sure. It's from 2016, and the video is a uh, from a security camera in a stairwell. And I couldn't finish watching. I mean, it's just awful. It's awful of him very calmly, coolly, and calculatingly beating up his girlfriend. And, you know, some of you don't like it when I talk about issues or things. And some of you may think it's stick to baseball. Do you want? I am going to stick to sports. I am going to stick to sports because this has to do with it. Now, fortunately, this player is no longer in baseball. He was kicked out. Don't let him back in. Danry Vasquez. He's, what, 24, 25 years old or something. As my mom would say, old enough to know better. And, you know, I don't even want to look at his stats. I don't even know if he was a prospect. I don't think he was any good. It doesn't matter. If a video like this turns up tomorrow of a superstar like... Clayton Kershaw or someone like that. Not that he had, but like someone who's like great and Hall of Famer. Get him out. We don't need you. The game doesn't need you. Okay? And sports has to lead the way in this. I, I've talked about this before. And it becomes more and more painfully obvious that there is an element in our society of toxic masculinity. And sports is where all the elements of positive, you know, what the, you know, positive machismo, I hate to use the term masculinity because it, it implies this terrible element in our society that masculine is good and feminine is bad. And don't tell me that's not the case, especially in the world of sports. Masculine is good, feminine is bad. Show some balls, don't be a pussy. Even the language. Calling an athlete a woman's name is like one of the worst things you can call them. Calling someone is a little bitch. Come on, man up. This is the way that we use the language. You know, the way that making anything that is feelings, that, the, that your emotions that you feel is anything but tough, I can take it, I'm not even going to show happiness, I'm going to just grit my teeth and be a man, 
that has to stop. And sports has to lead the way of it. Now, there's going to be a lot of big macho dudes playing sports because it's athletics. Athletics draws the big athletic people to them because it's, it's, it's places where big, physically strong people go and make their living and become role models. And yes, if you're an athlete, you're a role model. I've made this point on the podcast before, but the second you sign your name to the contract and accept $1, congratulations, you're a role model and your behavior matters. Because people are looking up to you. Not just kids. People are looking up to you. Men, women, boys, girls, grandparents, wear your jerseys, emulate you. Can't wait till you're on TV. And your performance on the field justifies all your behavior. If you are a great running back, people will look the other way. If you're the manager of the Braves, managing the team to 15 consecutive, 14 or 15 straight trips to the postseason, like Bobby Cox, people will look the other way. If you're a Hall of Famer like Kirby Puckett, people will look the other way because they want to think you're the hero. And sports has to lead the way of diffusing all this toxic masculinity and to create, hey, we could watch the games. We could have fun watching the games. It's entertainment. It's fun. But let's remove the bullshit. Let's remove all of the men versus women element of sports watching. I know a lot of women sports fans. Many of them have been guests on this show. Talk to them what it's like when you're at a bar trying to root for your team. And you have a bunch of meatheads who grill women on like, oh, you're not really a fan, or like they quiz them, like, okay, who was the backup third baseman of the 1974 Padres? If you're a real fan, you'd know. As if a male ever had to go through that gauntlet of proving their fandom. That any broadcaster who's a woman has to go through, has to be perfect. Can't make a mistake. And there'll still be shitheads out there who say, like, well, women shouldn't be doing this. This is a man's thing. As if every broadcaster, like Brent Musburger, who is a talentless piece of shit hack, who had a career for decades, ever had to go through that gauntlet. Brent Musburger. I would rather watch a gorilla vomit then listen to Brett Musburger call a game. But does he go through one-tenth of what Jessica Mendoza goes through? There's toxic masculinity in sports, and baseball has to lead the way, because football dropped it. Football and Goodell and all of them showed they don't care. Beat women all you want. All we care about is the profit. We'll make noise about it, but we don't care. So baseball has to... Take the reins. And teams have to say, do you know what? It's not worth it if they're out there. You know, I, I applaud baseball for having strong 
domestic violence, stronger policy than football ever does. I mean, football is such a joke that they just, I don't even want to hear their names. It's one of the reasons why I don't really care much for the NFL. But it's, it's culturally, it's toxic. And it starts from the bottom. It starts from the lowest common denominator. Overemphasizing that the masculine toughness and strongness and I can beat you is the quality that we admire. You can still win the game. You can still play the game without being a macho pile of crap. And the sooner we move away from masculine good, feminine bad, the sooner we move away from, hey, I'm a tough guy, and that's the most important quality in life, and the sooner we move away from, well, their performance on the field, I mean, I know they're a crap person, but look at the performance on the field, I mean, it's really, I know I, I don't agree with what they're doing, but I'm a big Penn State fan, and I love what's going on, or, I, you know, I really want the Cubs to win, and I really want Aroldis Chapman, and oh, but Bobby Cox kept winning, and da-da-da-da-da, screw all that. Lead the way. Find it's it's not just that it comes out, the the violence comes out because we're having people where you're rewarding the you're rewarding people for the toxic masculine qualities because that's the price you pay for being a great athlete. Not everyone's that way, but it comes out in bursts. Instead of putting a band-aid over that, let's figure out why it's happening. You know, there's some things that, I, I mean, I've said this before. Some of you know my religious views, which are I, I, I don't believe in higher powers. I believe we have to be the ones who clean up our own mess. And I don't believe, there, there are some things that can't be forgiven. Because the effects are not reversible. Murder. I don't care how many Hail Marys you do. There's no forgiveness for murder. Rape. The effects of rape are forever. The effects of child abuse are forever. The effects of domestic abuse, whether it's physical, whether it's coercive control, whatever it is, is for, forever and cannot be reversed. And if we have a situation where we worship this masculinity, we worship this quality in our players. This is why people can't come forward. Why don't they come forward? They do. We don't want to believe it. We want to believe the image on the screen. Nicole Brown Simpson came forward. The people who were uh, raped and attacked in the, the Red Sox clubhouse in the 1970s came forward. So many people come forward. The, the reports of Bobby Cox beating his wife to the point where she had to come screaming to the police 
was public before the 1995 World Series. Did anyone mention that when we were just parading him, retiring his number, putting him in the Hall of Fame? Gee whiz, I wonder why people don't come forward. So find the ways, just find little things to change around us in our society and your life. Examine what you're saying. Examine how you're treating people. Examine how you're acting. You know, there's enough Brock Turners in the world. You know? There's enough, what the hell is this guy's name? Dan Vasquez is in the world. There's enough Aroldis Chapmans in the world. We don't need more of them. We don't need more Jose Reyes's in the world. We don't need more Bobby Coxes in the world. So find out, just examine, if everyone, this is one of those things, if everyone just sort of looks and examines your life, and the, the, the resistance that comes up to it is always, you know, don't believe, you know, sorry I'm not politically correct, you're overly sensitive, you're doing it. You're equating being sensitive to how other people think is somehow bad. We're going to throw that in the feminine category. You're being a bunch of pussies. You hear the language? Maybe stop and think, huh, I wonder why someone would be offended by that. I wonder if I examine just the language, the attitudes, because our language affects our attitudes. It does. I've had to change a lot of things in my life. I didn't realize how many things I said and did in my life. I've had to examine that. Geez, you know, that, that, that's true. So let's boil it. Let's just take it down to the subatomic level and maybe have a generation of people that doesn't equate feelings, consideration, maybe not always need to beat the snot out of something, to prove me good because me hit with club and still be able to watch an athletic event and enjoy the competition of it, to have a balance, to have a balance and understand, hey, wait a minute, there's some elements of this that are toxic that we can contain. That not everything on this side is bad, not everything on this side is good. And, and vice versa. But let's examine how we look at the world and look at our sports figures and how we treat our sports figures and how we examine what we value in our sports figures. I'll tell you something. One of the things that I think could be a wonderful thing I'm not a huge stat guy, but I love the fact that there are people who are because that's how they enjoy it. But the more stat people I see, I mean, there's an element of resistance to them because they're not tough and physical. They're smart because smart's not something we value. We value strong, big, tough, I eat tree. And they're using numbers. They're at home. They're weak. They just use their calculators. Do you ever play? Did you ever physically do this? There are elements of that too. You're weak, me strong. Strong better than weak. Strong better than smart. But if you have the people who are examining 
through the stats, you're going to find people who value things that aren't big, tough elements of the game. You can enjoy sports without being a macho shithead. You can enjoy sports without being a barstool idiot. You know? Locker room talk. Think about that element of, you know, when they're talking about, you know, just casual. If you're in a locker room, you're casually going to talk about, you know, know, what the president said a few, you know, on the bus. And it's just going to be, oh, this, that, and the other thing. What if we change that? What if we find ways to change that? I'm sorry I'm not politically correct. Shut up about that. There's nothing to be proud of for not being politically correct. That's just saying I like being insensitive. So ask yourself, why do you like being insensitive? Is it because you think being sensitive is weak? Because you think considering how other people think are weak? Where does that take you? Where is that slippery slope? Examine what you do and say. There's no way we're ever going to eliminate domestic abuse. Same way we're never going to eliminate murder. There's all things we're never going to eliminate. But there may be ways we can remove it from being part of everyday life. Part of what is excused. I think we're, be- we're better than we used to be. I think we're better than we used to be, but I think it's being exposed and people are forced to think about it for the first time in their lives. And it comes out in sports like crazy. It does, because it's filled with people who have been told from an early age The less feelings you have, the more big and macho you are, the better. And a lot of them have been told since high school they can do no wrong. So that's, you know, there's always going to be an overemphasis on sports. But instead of fighting that, let's make this be the battleground where you say, hey, you can still be a great athlete and not an asshole. You could still be a great athlete and have us not celebrate toxic masculinity. I don't want to talk about this, but this is serious. And I think there should be more men saying this because I don't want this to turn into a women's issue. Because that ghettoizes. It turns out like, oh, I'm being overly sensitive, talking about a women's issue. This is a social issue. And it's social issues that are played out on the diamond. We can become better people because of sports. The rise of someone like Hank Greenberg made a lot of people examine what they thought about Jewish people. Jackie Robinson and Larry Doby and Monty Irvin and Roy Campanella and all of the first wave It wasn't just Jackie. Jackie was the first in. But there was a wave that caused people to examine what they thought about African Americans. 
and then the likes of Minnie Minosa and Luis Saparicio and Roberto Clemente and Tony Perez and Juan Marichal in that early wave made people stop and think, what do I think about people from Latin America? And we're still fighting this. You know, when we have an openly gay player, it's going to be, Jesus, what are we doing with this? We have, a, we have an, uh, someone from a, a Middle Eastern country who's Islamic. What are we going to say about this? We have the first person who's a trans athlete. What are we going to say about this in Major League Baseball? And every time it forces us to say, huh, maybe some of my feelings on this issue were not founded. Sports can lead the way positively, and it has to lead the way in this issue. There is nothing admirable about domestic abuse. Nothing. It doesn't make you stronger. It makes you weaker. It makes you a weak person. And I won't use the terms, it makes you a pussy, makes you a little bitch, because that's part of the fucking problem. And I don't care if they go and do 4,000 Hail Marys and ask for forgiveness, you're asking a third party for forgiveness, and that is used toilet paper in terms of value, in my opinion. We have to change our culture, and sports is a great way to do it. Don't stick to sports. Stay with sports. I'm sure a lot of people who are screaming for integration were saying, oh, for God's sakes, can we just stick to sports, please? Sports can lead the way. But it has to lead the way, not do all the work. It leads the way to say, hey, that thing that you've always thought, why don't you rethink it? And then it's your turn to rethink it. And don't assume you're one of the good ones. Just because you're not Brock Turner, just because you're not Dan Vasquez or Bobby Cox, don't pat yourself on the back because you're not one of the worst people on the planet Earth. Examine what you think and feel. Examine your assumptions. Assume you're one of the bad ones. And use that assumption to improve yourself. Because it's not just improving the bad ones. You know, there's no hope for Bobby Cox. There's no hope for Brock Turner, you know. But if you're someone who is already not bad, but you say, you know what, I'm going to try to get better. Well, that's how we get better as a society. There are people at the time of baseball integration who were on the right side, who knew, you know, this is, what the hell, this is a no-brainer. Absolutely, we're going to do this. You know, someone like a Leo DeRocher right at the beginning was like, yeah, of course, what are we doing? And there were some who were on the wrong side who eventually said, huh, maybe I was wrong. And change their minds. And there's some who never change their mind. Be one of the ones who improve no matter where you are on that spectrum. So someone asked my thoughts on that. 
And there's me ranting right now for a good solid 23 minutes on the topic. I got myself worked up, and do you know what? I, I was going to go on a different topic, but do you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover that on tomorrow's show. I'm going to put together a show that's going to go up tomorrow. So, all right. Fuck, I mean, this wasn't me trying to get on a soapbox. This is me trying to say every once in a while it's important to look yourself in the mirror and say, am I going to do what I can to make this a better world or a worse world? Which is kind of how I live my life and try to live my life. And if I can just do that on a day, if I could take one podcast in the offseason to emphasize that again, it's worth emphasizing. Let's make this a better place, not a worse place. And let's have sports lead the way, but not do all the work either. So, anyway, um, I don't know, by the way, it's my mom's birthday. I love you, Mom. I hope you listen to today's show. Go to SullyBaseball.com, like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. Talking about how baseball can lead the way and make things good. This has been Sully Baseball for March 16th, 2018. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.